Welcome to the Crosstower Market Color Call. It is Monday, February 14th. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst. With me is our trader, Chad Steinglass, and data scientist, Catherine Webb. Chad, how are the markets looking this morning? Good morning, Martin. Uh, as of right now, around 8 a.m. on Monday morning, we're kind of back to flat uh, across uh, macro markets and, and uh, Bitcoin kind of flat to uh, Friday closing levels. Um, end of last week saw a lot of volatility. Uh, we got the, the CPI print on Thursday morning, came in a bit high, showing like 7.6% year-over-year inflation. That, that number was ahead of expectations. Um, caused an initial uh, sell-off, but then uh, kind of a, a, a dip buy. But by the afternoon, we had some comments from uh, some some of the uh, Fed voters that uh, you know re reaffirmed the, an aggressive stance from the Fed on fighting inflation. Uh, we also saw an escalation and tension along the Ukraine-Russia border as uh, Russia building troops, and we saw some statements out of the U.S. kind of. Uh, saying that they expected that an invasion could be imminent. Um, that really sparked a risk off going into the weekend, uh, you know, into, into the close on Thursday and, and all day on Friday. So we ended the day, or ended the week last week on a, on a decidedly, uh, you know, seller's note. And uh, over the weekend, uh, crypto held in relatively stable, a little bit of fluctuations, still a little bit of selling pressure, though. Um, the tensions between Ukraine and Russia are kind of first and foremost on, on people's minds right now. Um, but uh, this morning, as, uh, as the U.S. is starting to wake up, um, we saw some of the selling pressure that, that came in during uh, European hours start to start to abate. So we'll see if we if we get any dip buying out of the U.S. markets. Um, you know, I haven't seen any concrete developments on uh, the Ukraine situation. It still seems to be uh, kind of very tense, uh, but nothing uh, nothing really new developing. Um, so there's just a lot of risk premium in the market right now, and people are kind of worried. Uh, but we'll see see if we can get any resolution out of this. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. Uh, turning to some crypto news, Bloomberg reported that BlockFi is going to pay $100 million to settle an investigation by the SEC and state regulators. <laughs> alleged that the company offered a product that paid users high interest rates in exchange for lending out their digital assets. The sources cited by Bloomberg said that 50 million would be paid to the SEC and an additional 50 million will go to state regulators uh, as soon as this week. A letter dated February 11th to a group of six senators, uh, which was reviewed by the block, states that the U.S. Treasury does not plan to treat crypto miners, stakers, and wallet providers as brokers for tax purposes. The letter said that existing regulations impose broker reporting obligations only on market participants engaged in business activities that provide them with access to information about sales of securities by taxpayers. It went on to say that the Treasury Department's view that ancillary parties who cannot get access to information that is useful to the IRS are not intended to be captured by the reporting requirements for brokers. For example, persons who are just validating transactions through a consensus mechanism are not likely to know whether a transaction is part of a sale 
And persons who are only selling storage devices used to hold private keys or persons who merely write software code are not carrying out broker activities. Andre Cronier's Solidity Exchange is now live on Phantom. Um, and the software is noted to be experimental with a high risk of loss of funds. Uh, currently, there is no solid token, although you know, there is some speculation this could change in the future. The Luna Foundation Guard board has voted to capitalize the Anchor Protocol Yield Reserve on Terra by 450 million UST. The foundation will withdraw 9.5 million Luna on February 11th, then swap 9.5 million Luna to UST over 5 to 10 days, which should result in 450 million UST being minted and then sent the resulting UST to the Anchor Yield Reserve contract. Um, last week, you know, the Anchor Reserve Yield Reserve was hovering around 10 million, you know, down from around 70 million. Uh, in December, as the the protocol continued to pays out, you know, uh, yields of almost twenty percent. And finally, both uh, Coinbase and FTX uh, debuted uh, crypto ads during the Super Bowl, um, resulting in the Coinbase website experiencing issues quickly after the ad aired, and the Coinbase app jumping to number two on the App Store in the U.S. after the ad went live. Now I'll pass it to Catherine to discuss uh, some new crypto partnerships. Thank you, Martin. One, with, one, one River has partnered with Coinbase to offer an SMA platform for wealth managers to allow them to offer crypto exposure to their clients in their own segregated account. Coinbase released a testament today in the ability to offer se separately managed accounts through IRA channels is a critical way for broader cross-section of the invested public to gain exposure to crypto investing. Next up, some NFT news. Um, OpenSeas has launched a venture arm called OpenSea Ventures, uh, which will, quote, provide Web3 developers and NFT creators around the world with the resources they need to build new decentralized economies that give creators, developers and consumers a greater freedom and ownership. The new operation will focus on four main themes, um, new NFT protocols, social and gaming products, projects as well as NFT aggregators. OpenSea also announced a new ec uh, ecosystem grants program, um, which they said, we see ecosystem grants as a way to kickstart the community ideas and provide ongoing financial support and incentives that we believe have the potential to expand Web3 and the NFT universe. Next up, we have some mining news. Um, an Intel press release has stated that the company plans to contribute to the development of blockchain technology with a roadmap of energy efficient accelerators. Intel plans to promote an open and secure blockchain to advance blockchain technology responsibly and sustainably. Uh, Intel's planned blockchain accelerator will begin later this year with Argo blockchain, block and grid infrastructure being announced as the first customers for the product. Uh, the senior vice president um, of general manager of Intel stated that we expect our uh, we expect our circuit innovations to deliver a blockchain accelerator that has over a thousand times better performance per watt than the mainstream GPU for a shard 
um, 256 base mining. Also, Intel also has plans for a new uh, customer computer group uh, within its current accelerator computer group systems and graphics business unit. And this will build um, custom silicon products for the platforms. Bitmain has partnered with uh, Merkel Standard. Um, as part of the deal, Bitmain will contribute up to 500 megawatts of clear digital mining infrastructure to Merkel's hydropower facility in eastern Washington. Uh, Merkel will install up to 150,000 mining machines, and the press release also mentions plans for expansion into various locations during 2022. Uh, moving on to some other news, um, Uber's CEO was asked during a Bloomberg interview if the company plans to accept crypto as a payment in the future, and his response was absolutely, at some point, it isn't the right point now, but we will. He went on to add that they are having the conversation all the time, um, and they think right now they see Bitcoin and some other forms of crypto as quite valuable stores of assets, um, but it's the view that the exchange mechanisms are expensive and not great for the environment. Uh, they believe as this improves and mechanisms become less expensive and more environmentally friendly, you will see uh, Uber lean into crypto more. And we'll just end on the news that uh, from the 9th of March, um, decentralized exchange PancakeSwap on the Binance Smart Chain will reportedly start blocking access to Iranian IP addresses and nine other jurisdictions, which include Belarus, Cuba, the Dominican Republic of Congo, um, Iraq, uh, North Korea, Sudan, Syria, Zimbabwe, and Crimea. And that's all the news I have for you today. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Back to you, Martin. Thanks, Catherine. And we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listeners for tuning in. Please check out Crosstower at crosstower.com for more market news and updates. Thanks for listening.